Nah, sorry. I'm trying to see whether Bernie can work out this cat door or not. And he live is live pod. Is he through? I don't know. I don't think so. No, not yet. No. Oh. Oh, oh. Come on, just push through it, bud. Well, actually, I'm gonna. We'll go to. Uh... Yeah, go to. Pod. Nah, fuck it. Go, go to go my to eggs. Come on. Oh, I thought you didn't have eggs. I put them in there, mate. No, you didn't. Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. Content catch Friends, enemies, welcome back to episode 28 of the podcast. It's a lovely... Well, not really lovely. It's pretty kind of wintry day. outside. It's a pretty shitty day. But we had a lovely day yesterday, didn't we, Barks? Uh, yeah, what was yesterday? No, it was nice and sunny yesterday. Um, nice and sunny. Did you put some sunscreen on? No, I, I hate the feel of sunscreen, but I probably should have because we went for a nice big walk with little bradley and it's beautiful but how are you i see i, I see bernie in the background how yeah bernie's going? here he's um he's inspecting and installed a cat door and uh he can't really work it out so he's just sitting at the door too well trained maybe. maybe maybe that's the maybe that's the thing but no going well going well let's um let's let's kick this off i think this was really good last week the old edwin's suggestion three good things from your week barks yes edwin uh i said during the week it's a first for everything so well done thank you um keep up the good ideas but three things for me paralympics is one i don't know mm-hmm. I've, i haven't watched a, a lot because needless to say it's been a somewhat uh busy busy week in the cold world <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but I saw I saw a bit this morning and um, a bit of shot put was on and I was I saw some of the best celebrations I've ever seen from a few mm-hmm. of them. So that was one. Um, second one this week is the coffee machine. Bought a new coffee yes, machine. Here we go. Messaged you about it. Turns out you've got the same one. And we got a unreleased TikTok from Big Jules on how to use it. It was good stuff for him. Can we, can we get that from- to the public? You can get it to the public if you want, but honestly, this is coming from the guy that has drunk instant coffee milkshakes for the last, <laughs> I, I don't know, 40 years. Um, I mean, so I was I was really proud when I heard you got a proper coffee machine. Thank you. Thank you. It was a real adult thing of you to do. And as you told me uh, yesterday, the day before, when we were talking about how to use it, you told me to grow up and stop drinking <laughs> milkshakes as well. So I've sort of got to cut out milk slowly, but I like it. But- Look, I'm actually quite envious of people that can drink milk regularly. Um, it it makes me shit myself, basically. Yeah. <laughs> you could have worded that plotter, but there is there is a reason why why you don't like milkshakes. But that's two positives. Third ones, actually, I'm gonna go. Uh, I was inspired last week, Jules, with our yeah. chat about this. Is a bit of a shout out to the photography community. So, did you see my Instagram story yesterday? I did see your Instagram story yesterday. So, uh, you and Darren doing a bit of a photo challenge, is that correct? That's correct. So I was speaking to Darren, we were speaking about this the other week, about if if the people out there like like me and him that want to use our cameras but you're stuck in lockdown, you usually want to just take photos and videos of sport. You can't really do anything. So I need to be inspired. We thought of starting a little competition weekly photo challenge, if you will. And weekly comp. Weekly comp. So a call out to any listeners, if you want to use your camera and... Uh, in lockdown, probably want to push a few, push your creative juices. That's not really worded well, but you get what I'm saying. In lockdown, yeah, you can't really, yeah. you can't be as creative as you usually are. So we're we're doing a weekly photo competition. Message What's me. What's the prize? Uh, you get to choose a theme. So every week is a theme. Um, mm. We've got about, I think there was 11 people in the competition now. So we're going to start Ooh, next okay. week. So, you know, might go viral. 
Viral. That's my, that's my three things. But shout out to the community. And if anybody wants to get their creative juices flowing and join us, message me. You know where I live. What's your um? What's your theme for this week? I'll, I'm actually deciding it today. I'll send to the mm. group. So it's unreleased. I don't want to um, release <laughs> that information. Okay. It's classified. Highly it's classified. classified. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very enough, good. Enough about me as much as I love talking about myself. What are, what are your three things? Uh, three things. Um, hit another 10K. Didn't think oh. I was going to do it yesterday. Had with Strange? Hit, hit with old Strangino. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. So that that's one. Uh, yeah. Show off. <laughs> mate i'm dead today I, my <laughs> legs are so stiff um installed the cat door of course got that got that in that was that, Small was, that was fun yeah um Hopefully bands use it use it oh yeah he hasn't really worked it out yet he's just popped up onto the desks to say hello so this should be interesting um not really a lot of room for him to go um and I also was inspired, Barks, but yep. um, on, a, on a week that was pretty average um, at work, um, your, your little edit that you did, I was, I think Quiet. that was one of, the, oh my God. Oh, uh, was, no, knocked down your new camera. New and improved camera. Um, that was a highlight as well. That was... Um, talking about seeing, the Walshie one you're talking? Walshie one, like seeing yep. um, supporters actually recognize and um yeah i guess just recognize the good work and appreciate it i think i thought that was pretty nice um yeah so they're my three things from this week nice one yeah no it's a good point i think no matter what is sort of going on it's good that fans can still appreciate i guess people that aren't included in the bigger things going on and you just got to pump out good good content solves all is what just i'm just got to pump with. good shit <laughs> Good shit. Uh, speaking of good shit, uh, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Aye. So I've got a special, special presentation for you, Jules. During the Here week, we during the week, we put a call out. Um, NFTs. We were hoping to get a, because we got a um, question from from Darren. He wanted to know what the hell NFTs are. So ideally, it's called we Google, put, Darren. <laughs> we put a call out to um, a guest that we could hopefully get in. To explain what the hell NFTs are. We couldn't do it, unfortunately. We apologize. But what is the next best thing, Jules? And I'll lead you, you into about it. <laughs> what the what the hell is an NFT? <laughs> a short course with Michael Parker. And in this a PDF sh- as well, ladies and gentlemen, friends <laughs> and enemies. PDF. I've done a lot of homework. Oh, good. So in this document, firstly, all good short courses, they need a disclaimer. My disclaimer is this course may may not be fully factual because <laughs> it's just my understanding and I'm not the brightest tool in the shed. But let me let me um to to talk us through <laughs> I just love how you said brightest tool in the shed. Is that on purpose? <laughs> uh we'll go with that, yeah. <laughs> pretty pretty funny. Um sharpest tool in the shed would be the correct way to say yeah. it. Yeah. Brightest so crayon, we- mate. So the the aim of this is to explain to our listeners in basic terminology, let me stress that, what an mm. NFT is. Because if you're anything like us listeners, you would have heard the term NFT thrown, away, thrown around a fair bit in this world. And I think it's fair to say I've got no clue what they are until now. So Jules, can I please get you to play the role of the bolded wording in this document? And we'll oh, this is scripted. It. Yeah, This lovely. is a scripted short course. Okay. Um, all right. What the hell is an NFT? Short course with Michael Barker. Begin. So, what is it? 
nice nice enthusiasm so <laughs> it's a digital trading card playground for rich people except <laughs> except the trading cards can literally be anything Okay. For the elite is what you're saying. For the one percent. For the yeah, for the wealthy people, the well-off people. Well, gee, Michael, that seems strange. It is. It's very strange. So people essentially buy random digital items that they get full ownership of, Jules, and that's the appeal. Full ownership. Of it. That's the appeal mm-hmm. of it. You own the only instance of it. Think of it like collecting art. Okay, but in reality, Michael. Can't anyone just rick click and download this art though? <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a typo in this document. Um, they can, they can just right click and download this art though. You you're 100 spot on. So that's where I'll go into that. That's the stupid part. It's like okay. painting though. So it is stupid. Anybody can save any image they want. You can download a video. And you own it. But think of it like a painting. There's only one original. And the hope that is that that original gets more value over time and can be sold for more. So are you following okay. it so far, Jules? Is this making sense? Yeah, I am. It's, okay. it's like it's like there's one Mona Lisa, right? But yeah. there's so many replicas of it. But exactly. the one original one sitting in the Louvre is the valuable one. And you can't duplicate the original. Only one person has the original. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. But... Michael, why would I create an NFT? Well, main reason to make money. So if you create something, someone can buy it. And I think not all NFTs, but a percentage of them, you can actually make money off it every time it changes hands. So if you if you created a painting, sold it once, someone passes it on, sells it again, sells it again, sells it again. And if you made money off that every time it changed hands, that's, that's, that's pretty cool, right? So that that's the appeal. Um, mm-hmm. Go on, carry on. So you, can, so you can resell it. Sorry, this is off scripted. You can, you, you can, can resell on sell it. Okay. Okay. Yes. okay. But that's making it. Why would yeah. I buy one? A number of reasons, Julian Wallace. Okay. Uh, reason number one, you like it. You you, mm-hmm. you buy a CD of your favorite artist or you used to. You, you buy a piece of art. Um, okay. Support the artist. Number two, you're a collector. Bragging rights. Number three, as I said, resell factor. Think something will be popular think something will become more popular and be worth dollars dollar bills dollar dollar bills all right can you relate it to sport i can luckily great great question nba top shot is the first one so we sort of dived into this but easy example i want to buy michael jordan's first ever nba bucket and i'm going to be the only one that has the ownership of that video so that that is an easy example to understand that obviously people want to buy it. You might make money from it. And then as I was reading about this, my homework, I think another easy example is your favorite athlete's signature. So people are literally, whether it's like on a design or a piece of paper, like a just a plain screen, you sign it. Signatures of your favorite athletes aren't on your baseball hat or shirt anymore. They're just a mm-hmm. digital file. You own a JPEG of it. And that concludes my presentation any questions i still i i'm still confused like i'll send you so, the pdf <laughs> no, no i just Stunning. read the bloody pdf i'm a part of the pdf no, let's talk I'm about still, what are you confused about? i think my biggest thing is right like so with that example of michael jordan's first dunk say someone buys the right to that 
first time. Is that like buying the right to a song in that like if ever you play it on TV or you you um you stream it or whatever, they have to pay you royalties? Is that how it works? I'm not sure about paying royalties, but I think if you own it, you've got rights to the so the example I read was like you'd show it off to the world so some, with an image you might you have the right to make your profile picture nobody else does so i guess in that yep. video you have the right to post it and do what you want with it okay okay yeah i think i kind of get it i think i kind of get it. it's basically just like digital art yeah it's like in it's- and but the work the like internet is the gallery yeah, that's a good way okay. of thinking. And, but the digital art can be literally anything. So that's why you think of like a trading card, but it could be a, your tweet. I could buy a tweet off you, Jules, <laughs> if you made that an NFT. You know which one you're going to want to buy Flagged off ons. me today. Flagged on today. <laughs> so using that example, you could sell that and I could buy it. And then if Jesus, that was the first... sell that. If that. Well, think about it. If that was the first ever tweet from the 2021 premiership that the Essendon Bombers won... Maybe some people would want it. Maybe you, you Maybe. In, a, in 10 years' time, you become the president. So people would want it from the president of the SNN Bombers in 2021. Just just think about it, okay? I'll think about it. I'll think about it. But this this was actually very handy. And you know what? Like, it's not that strange when you actually think about it because it's like, I guess it's just like licensing photographs. Like, yeah. Getty do that all the time, don't they? They sell photos online and you have to buy the right to reproduce them. Yeah, they own the the f- photograph. This is just like taking complete ownership of it and saying anything aside from this one can't be reproduced. It's just the next era era of mm. digitalizing that. So, if you had to NFT one of your pieces of work, <laughs> would it be the Blake Griffin twenty eight minute highlights, and why? Well, Jules, it's actually it's not twenty eight minutes. That's insulting. It's an hour and a half. It's ninety. Is minutes. it genuinely? An hour and a half. Yeah. I actually only ever watched like two. No, <laughs> this is a proof of the pudding. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd make that a full a full NFT, and I, I don't know how much. So, how much would you bid on it? Opening bid, three cents. <laughs> See, and hopefully that I'd, gradually. I, I think you'd actually have to pay me to take it. <laughs> I'm done. Do you want it? I'll pay it. All yeah. right. Um, that concludes my first ever short course, actually. Pretty exciting times. Like they say, lockdown, you're limited by creativity. I just created my short, first ever short course. Actually, Professor George, Barks, eh? Can we make this public? Can we put this in our spreadsheet? Yeah, sure. I think this is a little handy guide. And if you are out there and have created an NFT before and, and had some success, yeah, please, please, please get in touch with us. And thank you to everyone who... Um, who did mention someone who might know something about NFTs in our in our reply. We're going to be reaching out to them and we're hoping to build on this for season three because we think that this is like something that's just going to keep on going. Yeah, and I will just uh, conclude that by saying there's probably not much of a better explanation that we can get, but we're willing to get <laughs> guessing. Okay, you peanut. <laughs> All right. What do you got for us this week? Now, Barks, I think last week, my main point out of the content that I brought was that storytelling is an art in content that just like, you can play this in the background because this, this yep. is just, this is great. Do you want sound? Um, just turn it down a little bit. I want to talk over it. So, but people get this, right? Like storytelling, storytelling and nostalgia in um, content it's just becoming more and more important, I think, especially as people, I don't know about you, but like as you're locked down and you're, you're like 
trying to remember the the fun times and all that it's becoming a little bit more like prevalent um yeah. and being able to remind people that like there are good things coming and, and whatnot so a couple of weeks ago the mlb had their 2021 field of dreams game now field of dreams um if you haven't seen it um it's a big movie in america it's about baseball basically it stars kevin costner in it um it's it's just like one of those it's like mighty ducks right like it's one of those movies that it just changes a generation of people and because it's baseball probably not as big in australia but still pretty big um so the mlb and i I don't want to fuck this up so i'm going to read a little bit about how they describe the the field of dreams game another script Um, (laughs) another script except this one's not prepared by me (laughs) okay so this is the story behind mlb at field of dreams Field of Dreams stars Kevin Costner, uh, some other actors. Oh, it's got James L. Jones in it. It's fucking Mufasa. <laughs> Mufasa. Oh, okay. It was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Picture in 1990 and was selected to the National Film Registry of the Library of Congress in 2017. Uh, the story tells a far, uh, the story of an Iowa farmer um, who is tending to his core field when he hears a mysterious voice, if you build it, he will come. The White Sox and the Yankees are the two favourite clubs of Ray's father at different points of his life. Since 1989, the Lansing family farm, which was used in the movie, has been a popular tourist attraction now known as the Field of Dreams movie site. In 2011, the field was purchased and a group of investors buy a group of investors with the goal of preserving it. Stillman, the people that bought it, has been working with the MLB in 20, since 2015 and has finally culminated in this special game. So... The movie is based off, if you didn't get it, Farmer hears a voice, builds a baseball pitch in the middle of a cornfield and people come and play there. Um, and because the White Sox from Chicago and the Yankees from New York are two of his favorite teams, this year the MLB sent the Yankees and the White Sox out to that field in Iowa to play this game. Now, we can go to... Um, the clip I put in there where it's like Kevin Costner walking through the corn. So this is the intro that they ran. Um, that's Kevin Costner now, obviously slightly older than he was in 1990. Sorry. Add. That's all right. Um, and he leads the teams out through this this field of corn in Iowa. Oh, these are all just nice shots of the corn. But he leads the teams out onto the field. So you've got that same intro that was like happening in the movie. Here they cut back to it, like they show some of the speeches, the famous bits from it, and then they go to the game and like the teams appear, can probably like buff around it. Beautiful shots. Feels like nostalgic. Mm. I I reckon let's just leave it roll for a bit because this is it's pretty cool. Like how cool is that? <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. Like obviously everyone would have seen the movie, not like me. Yeah. It's just such an awesome concept, you know, like. He looks like lost. 
<laughs> this is like an action. You'd be pretty like, in, I know he's an actor and whatnot, but like it'd still be pretty surreal to like have this all in front of you. Yeah. Because I'm I don't know how many times he would have been back since he was uh, um like since they filmed that movie or whatnot, like probably for anniversaries and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just like pretty cool. Like I don't know, it's it's different, you know. Like it's very you different. have these great moments, and you always wonder how you can reintegrate pop culture or culture from external stuff back into your sport. Because there's plenty of movies about mm. basketball. There's pre- plenty of movies about like um, hockey, baseball running you know like but how do you reintegrate that back how do you integrate that story back in and this is such a unique opportunity to be able to do it and to present it in this way that makes even the broadcast feel like a movie like you you actually feel like you're about to to watch a 90 minute film rather than a game of sport (laughs) i actually Uh, actually think i actually think it um so last like we spoke about selling the fake this this mm. is really unique of integrating the real and the fake. Yeah. Like to get, as you talk about the culture of like everyone loves like the big movies, but it, it really is like it's a real baseball game. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and they're the players. Out. Yeah. Come out from the cornfields as well. <laughs> uh, yeah. But it integrates, yeah, the real and the fake in a really unique way that I don't think I've seen before. Yeah. Seen. And I think they're wearing like old school uniforms as well. Like it's just, it, it just, it's purely, know, just a, it's purely just the honor of the movie. Yeah, it's, it's just about the movie. Yeah. But they still, like, play the actual game, don't they? They played an actual game, yeah. Ended up being an actual game and, and whatnot. Um, and, and they then, do this every year? Sorry to cut you off. Do they... I, I'm not sure. I can't really get a read of it. I feel like they they do it annually. But, I again, I, I'm not sure. This is the first time I've ever seen it. Yeah. Um, it's, just, it's just pretty unique. Like, even if they did it annually, I don't think it would get any less special. Um... No, that's a cool the, uh, yes. Um The other one that I did link to um, was just like <laughs> a little... Dra- so they they went all out. Like, So obviously the graphics from MLB were all themed up to be Field of Dreams, like movie posters, stuff like that, all, all throughout the game. They called it the Field of Dreams game, whatever. Um, they actually did a cool drone thing if you if you wanted to watch a little tour of the ground because I know how much you like drones at the moment. I, but I think I saw this. Is that like three and a half minutes? Uh, I didn't watch the whole no, thing. Okay. Like I didn't watch the whole thing of your Blake, two thousand minute long. <laughs> is this the drone? Uh, yeah, this is the drone thing. I don't have to listen to sound, but yeah, just a tour of the field again about immersing the um the fans into where they can't be and making sure they have that connection because I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong, but like if you were in America and you grew up watching this game or this movie, sorry, movie. you'd have a connection to the this whole area and feel like you knew it. So, yeah. like, to show it is probably really important as well. I, I agree. I think a drone's a smart way of doing it as well because you know how, mm. like, sometimes, like, the broadcast cameras or the whatever camera angles can actually take away from what it actually looks like, whereas yeah. drone actually gives you the atmosphere of what it's like being there. Um, cool yeah, fun. absolutely. Cool fun, Jules. No, I've I, um, I got to shout out a couple of people, probably um, my friend Kinger again for raising my awareness and gav our boss who actually like passed on a few links um, but it, it is cool it is cool oh shut up oh, look at michael's work <laughs> <laughs> all right wow <laughs> got a five minutes <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> oh, that'd be. I wonder if um, be interesting to see if anything else gets done like that in the future. Like I straight away go to um, white men can't jump. Imagine yeah. having some sort of themes because like that that is a cultural thing. And same with this, like people you see like a screenshot of that and the the fashion, the music. Like you think about it all, you don't just think about the sport. Exactly. Imagine if um <laughs> they did in the AFL for Specky McGee. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, probably not the same, is it? <laughs> not the same, is it? <laughs> um, it's getting onto egg ter- territory, almost. I haven't had any eggs this week, but that's funny enough because I found plenty of them this week. Am I right, Marks? <laughs> uh, what? What do you mean? I I went to a chicken farm, and when Did you, you lift up the little chicken, the, I can't tell if you're telling a joke. I live in Coburg, mate. Where the fuck is there oh, a chicken farm within 5K of me? I've never been good at geology, mate. Uh, you're not the sharpest tool in the light box. The brightness. <laughs> brightness tool and shit. Egg of the week. All right, let's get back on Jack. Egg of the week. I've got Egg of the I've, week. I've got one. Um, yeah, go for me. We can just go straight from there because I think um, this doesn't need a visual example, but a real example of how stupid social media is basically. Mm. Have you seen um where am I going? Nah he tweaking in the comments. Oh yeah, yeah. Posts. That was that was the big thing this week. So uh, what the hell we're talking about here, people, is a whole lot of nothing. So I believe it started from a post from Tony Hawk. Everyone knows Tony Hawk skateboarder and the Gnarly. rapper or Gnarly Man. <laughs> Go back to Jill's childhood. Um <laughs> I lost a train of thought, Nelly man. Uh, I think little was it little Nas X. Well, I don't know that. Yeah, rapper, whatever. He commented, um, "Nah, he tweaking," I believe, and that just picked off for whatever reason on every single post, every big brand's post. It was just full of "Nah, he, nah, tweaking, he tweaking" comments. It was almost like that Renegades post of a Renegade. <laughs> I don't know. Remember your example of the beloved Ah, uh, Peter. To Peter. me, Peter. Oh, so, not, not pe- to me, Peter. Just Peter. Just Peter. Um, just a real example of how stupid social media is in terms of just things picking up for no reason. Uh, but so also sport, fun. <laughs> a bit of fun. But a bit, bit stupid. Yeah, fair enough. I, I saw that you and Darren didn't really like it. How do you see that? On Twitter? Did Where we? you two have, have all the conversations. <laughs> yeah, fucking excuse us for talking on Twitter. Um, yeah. it, so what have we got? Uh, Scott Dooley, kick us off, Jules. What are you looking okay. at? Okay, uh, so all Australian. I, I think Ollie Wines made it. If you can click on the photo and expand it, this has got to be the worst photo ever taken <laughs> in the history of AFL photos. Like, wow. what the fuck? Nice power answer. Oh, for those. Just listening and not watching. And of course, we always recommend you watch. This is a picture of Ollie Wines, like standing on a concrete box, dressed in his full Port Adelaide kit, with an Australian flag draped over his shoulders <laughs> um, in between power lines. It's, it looks it's, like it's been photoshopped. Like it looks that bad. <laughs> So bad. It looks like they've just gone to industrial wasteland and been like, hey, power lines, port power. Yeah, nice. You know what? Like, yeah, that, that's a very good point. You know what's funny, though? Like, it looks like the type of place that you just rotate five metres to the right and it's a beautiful blue sky with nothing. Yeah, exactly. Someone's actually gone what you just said, power lines. Power. Oh, so bad. Port power oh, Anyway, that's a good example not of how not to do a photo shoot. Um. <laughs> 
And the second one, this is just, this is funny. This, oh, that's my boss, mate. Oh, which one? What's your other August twenty sixth. There's two August 26th, is there? Oh, sorry. Unless I have linked the wrong one. Okay. Oh, <laughs> have you seen this? <laughs> <laughs> so, for, again, for those just listening in, there's this clip of this lady who's, it's from the news, and they're just court reporters saying, oh, this person has been released from jail or whatever. And the, the, the criminal's doing that whole thing where they, like, try and cover their face with a jacket so no one can see their face or the <laughs> photographer's can't get it. And they walk straight into a fucking glass door. That's brilliant. I think it's- And you can hear that, ow! <laughs> yeah, and whoever it is guiding her is probably the bigger egg because it's clearly, like, holding the man's arm to guide her through uh, not to do that. That's yeah, it's just- so funny it's great it's great entertainment it is great <laughs> entertainment uh positive entertainment boss of the week we i'll go i'll go first stuff yeah i i mentioned um paralympics i'm bossing yep. ibrahim i'm not going to pronounce this right but ibrahim have matter two toe that's not right but so he's um he's a table tennis player and he's 48 years old which is part of the boss but um i just want to watch this um so ibrahim lost both his arms at age 10 and um this quote reading an espn australia post um he was drawn to table tennis because of the challenge it posed simply inspiring and just watch this clip, Jules, of how I don't even know without seeing this, I wouldn't know how you'd be. So we know so backstory listeners, we know how table tennis is because <laughs> during our during our hub experience in Queensland, we had a table tennis competition, me and Jules, and friendly reminder I won. So yeah, just, just. Put, that, <laughs> put that out there. And we were no good. We were probably the worst. Well, easily the worst in the hub. But anyway, my point is it's hard. Um to play with arms, let alone without. So let's just have a watch. Serves with his foot. And then Enjoy. just the, the skills to be able to play at this rate is just unbelievable. This is this is insane. So I, I, the like the amount of coordination and like your right, skill, it's just it's phenomenal. How do you serve with your foot and throw it up? And That's insane. Ibrahim, or Ibrahim, you're my boss. Um, yeah. Second boss, quick one. During the week, uh, during the week, AFLW, they're they're good. Um, they've been fu- very good. Future guest, I'd love to get. I forgot her name. Who runs? Caitlin. Caitlin. Ka- Hopefully that's right. Otherwise, it's possibly. Um, well, Caitlin, we'll go with that now for now. Love to get her on the future because I think the way she manages the AFLW accounts are brilliant. But um, they've turned. So we're watching um Instagram reel. I think is they've turned. Um, mean comments on AFLW posts into motivational quotes, um, like posters, and I just think it's just a clever bit of fuck you, basically, <laughs> to the to the audience that makes comments like this. So, uh, uh, example, no one would ever come if it was ticketed, sells out, da da da. Deserves a statue. This isn't going to mm-hmm. sell. What the hell is doing? But they're basically just turning into those corny motivational posters. And kudos to you because it's pretty funny. Love that. You got to do it. Like, you got to make these people feel dumb, don't you? Because they you are do. dumb. <laughs> oh, sorry. I've got one more. Yo. 
One more. Um, have you seen Auntie Judy during the week? I've seen it, but I haven't like I've scrolled past it, but sure. I haven't watched yeah. it. So this is really good. This is brilliant, actually. This um, I'm not sure the background, but basically it's a girl teaching her Auntie Judy how to kick a footy in lockdown. They're just in their backyard. Um, a very visual example, but we'll watch it. Um, it probably doesn't need sound, but basically. The daughter's teaching her the art of a drop punt, and Artie Judy's just <laughs> very funny. <laughs> so she's just trying to oh, <laughs> oh the shoe. She loses a sandal. Now the art of how to bounce an AFL footy. <laughs> <laughs> this is so wholesome. It is, <laughs> and she takes <laughs> out the camera. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll keep that in our links, but if it's basically just a very humorous video of a Auntie Judy um, learning what how the hell to do. Um, AFL moves like kicking it and bouncing it. Very feel good. Extremely feel good. good. Yeah. Yes. Um, I've got one boss. It's along the lines of um yours, Barks. I haven't watched it. Oh, there's me. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Um, I haven't watched a hell of a lot of Paralympics this week. Obvious reasons. I did watch the cycling, and Jesus Christ, man! Like, there's people cycling with one legs. If like one leg rather, and it's just. It's fucking nuts to me. Like this, I don't want to sound. I don't want to sound like patronizing or anything, but like, it, it just really, it just, it's fucking great to watch. And I'm glad it's getting some good airtime and some good attention because they deserve it. But this guy here, Rowan, again, I'm not too on top of like the sport and like how like, um, I don't know all the athletes or whatnot. But this is the Australian swimmer. Rowan, I think he won the the 100 meters or something, won a gold medal. How's this tweet? Hey, so uh, I'm a Paralympic gold medalist. (laughs) Smash the keyboard. Like the excitement. And he actually did another interview with um, one of his teammates and he called him his spirit animal. And it was just fucking like they were so excited to win. Um, It's just real feel good again. Like like the Auntie Judy one. Like they're just my bosses, man. Yeah. Continually inspired by these athletes. Yeah, no, nah, it's it's well worded. I think um, it's just a cool example of an easy way to bring fans into the inside because I'm just going to assume this was tweeted pretty close to after he yeah. won it. So it's like raw emotion. How can I sort of let the world know how bloody cool this is? I want to do this tweet. Real easy, but as yeah. you said, it, it, it's an insight. So that's cool from Rowan. Yeah, it was great shit. I'm going to I gotta watch more of the Paralympics this week. I was Definitely. watching it. I was yeah, I was watching a bit um before. I feel like this is more little moments that are quite funny. Like the I forgot who it was, but a Australian lady she won bronze and she got handed the plate of medals and then she faked yeah. to grab the gold because it's like she got to choose. <laughs> <laughs> it's just good entertainment. Tune in if you haven't um, listens. But you work for the Paralympics or something? Uh yeah, sure. I yeah. don't know what. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why oh, come on. That. Let's wrap this up. The Bombers are about right. to play, man. The Bombers are about to play. Okay, guys, wrap it up. Thank you, everyone. Jules, you go enjoy some very responsible drinks, but um, hey, put your put your tweet um, as an NFT by the end of the day. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll have an NFT tweet um, yeah. if anyone is interested. Um, just just keep keep an eye out for it. Yeah, I'll, I'll make a bid. Um, yeah, maybe we d- could trade your blake video for my tweet all right sounds good enough of the rubbish thank you listeners we appreciate it um tune into all the socials youtube again visual um i guess watching of this is enhanced we're in hd so enjoy that 
and have a bloody good week. Thank you. What are you laughing What was that? <laughs> the what? visual is enhanced. Yeah. <laughs> you want me to redo it? You're an idiot. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> it still worked. I don't think it was that bad, was it? <laughs> Sometimes you up. just start speaking and you don't know where your words are going. You talk too much. <laughs> I don't. It's a podcast. <laughs> Thank you.